0: Support for today's show is brought to you by Outdoor Eyes, nature seen through the eyes of photographer Mel Tulin. Photographs of sunrises, sunsets, wildlife, mountains, beaches, birds, butterflies, and wildflowers are turned into exquisite Outdoor Eyes photo note cards. Each handmade photo nature note card is suitable for framing. With matching photo jewelry, it's a wonderful gift for nature lovers. Outdoor Eyes Cards. More than just a card. Visit her website at OutdoorEyesCards.com. Welcome to Mountain Zen Den, the place to connect with nature for mindfulness and personal growth in your life, naturally. If this is your first time here, welcome. You may want to listen to yesterday's show as this is part two of Connecting with Animals. If you were here yesterday, welcome back. Either way, great to have you here. Come on in. My name is Brett, and I'm the guy whose self-appointed job is to help wake you up to all the goodness and beauty that nature's dying to give you for your health and overall well-being. So let me ask you a question. What would this world look like if we were the only living beings? Not counting trees and plants, of course. No cheery, warbling bird song, No interesting movement in the air or on the ground or in the trees. No dogs barking cats meowing, squirrels or rabbits playing, deer foraging or horses or cattle grazing. No tree frogs or crickets singing in the meadows and marshes. No fish biting and jumping in the ponds, rivers, and lakes. No dolphins splashing or seagulls and shorebirds feeding in the ocean. No real mystery or wonder or possibility. Just a quiet, eerie planet with maybe a bit of wind blowing over the grassless plains. You see, if there were no butterflies or bees to pollinate the flowers, or birds to carry and drop seeds, if there were no coral to filter the oceans or beavers to create broad and wonderful wetlands, the world would basically wither up and turn into one vast and dull, lifeless and barren desert, a wilderness of nothingness. All animals play roles in our ecosystem. It's part of the ecological balance of nature. Each working together has its job to do, whether it be bringing out the nutrients and quality of the soil, or helping with decomposition of wastes deposited by humans and other animals. But perhaps, just as important as the ecological roles each living organism brings, is the way they help us connect with them and with each other. The truth is, in the deepest sense, we are nature, and nature is us. There's no separating the two, only a false duality of an us-and-them mentality, We're part of the same creation, the same universe, and even the same planet. We are all basically made up of the same elements. Carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, hydrogen, calcium, and phosphorus, and traces of a bunch of other elements. This explains why there is already an underlying connection with wildlife and all things living on the planet, and that's just from a molecular standpoint. And the realization and application of this connection can be so energizing, refreshing, and healing. Ask bird watchers or nature photographers or even hunters, where do you find your bliss? Where do you go to find your ah or your your happy place? And almost all of them will tell you, duh, being out in nature. But what if you're not a photographer, birder, or hunter? What's in it for me? Well, here's the good news. In a word, life. Life means growth and growth means joy because we're created to grow. It's why we're here. When you stop growing, you start dying and nature is the best place I know to find that inner voice that leads to way to inner growth and outer growth, spiritually and physically and mentally. It's the best remedy for all of the above. We've talked about it before, but the benefits are countless. Time spent in nature has so many positive rewards that come with it, including its ability to significantly reduce your stress levels, lower your blood pressure, it helps you control your thoughts and behaviors in mindfulness. It helps you improve your relationships, increases your confidence, boosts your health and immune system, and it even elevates your mood, gives you happiness and a greater outlook on life. This is why Richard Louv coined the term vitamin N. It's why we are here and why it is so good to connect with nature in all its forms. And today we're talking specifically about connecting with animals and wildlife. So how do you connect with wild animals? I can hear someone say, I don't want to connect with a grizzly bear, or I'm doing just fine not ever having met a shark. Thank you. Well, while that kind of connection with wildlife can be thrilling, that's not really what we have in mind for what we're talking about here. On the other side of the spectrum, when you talk about being one with nature and wildlife, some of us picture the Disney version of Snow White singing softly and sweetly in the forest as all the little birds and bunnies and butterflies and raccoons and owls all come light on her shoulder and sit there at her feet in rapt wonder and adoration. I sometimes tease my wife and call her Snow White because she literally does seem to have this effect and magic on all the pets in our home. But that's not what we're talking about here either. The connection we're talking about is one that is initially more of observation and respect and reverence. It's a deep inner admiration and wonder and appreciation for the gift of diversity. The naturalists and writers like Henry David Thoreau Annie Dillard and Enos Mills, who is known as the father of Rocky Mountain National Park, had a special bond with the creatures in their sphere of influence, and they wrote about them as if they were their neighbors in their own backyard. And they were. In his hidden treasure of a book, Wildlife on the Rockies, Mills writes of his adventurous, endearing, and sometimes humorous encounters and connections with beasts, wild, and domestic alike. Bluebirds and grizzly cubs, beavers and quail, and my favorite, Scotch, his faithful, trusty border collie. And while you don't have to be a Dr. Doolittle talking to all the animals, it is good and healthy to watch and observe these creatures of the forest, the wetlands, meadows, and shoreline trying to imagine having a two-way conversation with them. It's tempting and definitely entertaining to try to anthropomorphize them. And that's, I don't even know if that's a word, but it means giving them human thoughts and characteristics. But rather, we should just allow them to speak to you from where they are, from their viewpoint. Ask, what are the most important things to them? What does a day in the life of a bobcat really look like? How does a muskrat spend his hours from dawn till dusk? And what does the fox say? Okay, I just threw that one in for fun. Begin by merely observing and appreciating the miracle of life all around you. Take time to get to know and truly appreciate these amazing creatures. As you do, you're doing wonders for your body, mind, emotions, and soul. Now, we're not talking about anything new or radical, and yet it's deeply profound. A return to nature is a return to our deepest, truest selves, and as we do so, we become complete and whole again. Isn't that what it's all about? Awesome. Just hold these thoughts in the back of your mind as you take a few minutes now to meditate in the spirit of gratitude for the miracle of life and the creatures in our world. What a gift. So get comfortable. Take a few deep breaths. Picture the wildlife of your choice or an animal maybe that you've encountered recently and ask those questions. What is a day in the life of this animal like? How can I give back to this animal? How has it benefited me? And then simply enjoy. All right, another amazing meditation. I hope it helps you find balance and harmony as you go about your day. So here's our quote for the day, actually two quotes. And the first one is from the French poet, Anatole France. And he says, until one has loved an animal, a part of one's soul remains unawakened. The second is by Winnie the Pooh author, A.A. A. Milne. And he says, some people talk to animals. Not many listen though. That's the problem. I agree. There's so much more on this we could have covered, but we'll just have to revisit it another time. Thanks so much for being here today. I'm glad you were here. Remember, life is a gift, nature is a gift, and you are a gift back to the world. See you tomorrow.